This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Let's start with Ryan Poles. A um, little bit more than a year and a half now, right? That, that we've gotten to know Ryan. We've got, gotten to see him do his job. Where are you right now in terms of uh, how you feel he's doing and, and what's next in, uh, obviously, the, the process of building a team that can sustain success? Well, Dan, I think Ryan Poles is an upgrade from Ryan Pace just by the way he approaches the job. He, he, he does not... He does not play the spy versus spy game. He's not totally clandestine. He he plays, you know, he plays the national media. He uh, you know, he 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 plays the game. I guess I can't think of a better way to put it, but he he plays the game. Um when he when he has something that is golden, like the number one pick, he says it, he knows it, he's not afraid to uh bargain even uh, somewhat publicly and publicly acknowledge, you know, what he has. And I just think in general, that's a good way of doing things. I think this whole the whole secrecy thing in general in the NFL is detrimental. And I think they outsmart themselves. The Bears certainly did with Trubisky. And uh and, and so I think it, just in that respect, I just think I think he's a guy now we don't know a lot about him. He's a young guy who's doing this for the first time. I just feel like from my from what I've seen so far, I see him growing into this job and kind of spreading his wings. And I would say, like, you know, when Kevin Warren replaces Roger Goodell as the commissioner <laughs> of the NFL, I think I think uh, Ryan Poles will be the leading candidate to replace Kevin Warren as president of the. Bears. Oh, you've, you you've got him climbing up, upward, upward. I, I, I think I think he has that. I'm saying I think he has that potential. potential. Now, I mean, that, that, I'm just saying this. I will say this many times. That that's what this year is all about. This is a critical year that will determine a lot about everybody we're going to talk about, including Ryan Pohl. So I can't. So we don't know. But uh, right now, the way he is just the way he has done things, uh, the long view. I like that. Um, and just, patience, too. You know, he's, he's, he's at a patient level. He hasn't been sucked right. in by the outside world's impatience to try to get this thing going. He understands that the Bears right. past is not his fault <laughs> and that right. he doesn't have to accelerate his timeline because people before him made catastrophic mistakes. Well, he, he's not just saying we want to build sustained success. Everybody wants to do that. But when you say that and then you start trading draft picks like crazy, like Ryan Pace did, you're not really trying to build for sustained success. But he's do he says it and he's doing it. I don't even know if he said it, but he's doing it right. by just the way he handled the number one pick and why by by the way he's just handled in general. Uh, everything is towards uh, sustaining success and not to get too far ahead of it. But I would say that's my one thing I would say about both Eberflus and Poles is I don't know right now if they're any better than Pace and Nagy, right. but I do think they will handle success better. And I think that's the huge key. The bears have not had three winning seasons in a row since like 1987, 88 or what we're all talking about in the big picture is not just a, a playoff season or a one or two year run. 
the Bears deserve Bears fans deserve to have a nice run of sustained success where they have a chance they can think of themselves, think good about themselves and about their team for a long time. And I think this right now, these two guys with these two guys, they are better equipped. They have to get there, and we don't know if they will. But if they do get there, I have more confidence that they will sustain it. Even just a half decade's worth of sustained success, right? That's not too much yeah. to ask for. It's not too much to ask for. I'm going on season 11 now, have not covered a playoff victory yet in my time in Chicago. So it tells you where they've been. I love the stat you gave. I use that all the time. The three consecutive winning seasons since 1988. A lot has happened in the world. A lot has happened in the franchise since then. A question here that we've talked about in the media room, we've talked about offline. Bring it here to the public here. The, 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 the hall of the tank. Right. The Bears lost 14 games last year and a big chunk of this fan base uh, wanted to throw a parade and, and, and take the floats down Michigan Avenue as fast as they possibly could. As we zoom out now in July of 2023, what was the ultimate haul of the tank, in your opinion? And, and, and where do they go from here trying to build on what was celebrated as calculated failure in 2022? Well, I was pro tank. I mean, um, uh, so I mean, I, I think the best. I, I thought so you were was, shouting at your take the north episodes late last season when David and I were. Uh... Well, I don't want to say what I was shouting, but but <laughs> maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. Uh, but but no, I, I thought um, it was interesting uh, when you talk about the hall. If you talk about the literal hall, that you know, yes. they, you know, obviously, you know, they you know they 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 got uh, they they. They dropped an eight, what, eight spots in the draft and picked up a pick for next year, a, a, a second-round pick. Uh, uh, was it Tyreek Stevenson, uh, I guess? Uh, DJ Moore? Uh, uh, they, uh, they set themselves up, uh, I think, longer. What's interesting about that, I think, in the whole offseason, when you talk about the Bears came in, and I hope we're not getting too far off track with this, but they came in with this great draft capital and this number one pick. and. Yeah. Name recognition-wise, they didn't get all, as much out of it as you, you would have. They didn't get uh, 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 um, Will Will Anderson. You know what I'm saying? They didn't get the it's, big it's, name. It's DJ Moore and Darnell Wright, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that's yeah, it. DJ Moore, to us, he's like a revelation because we never seen a receiver like that in Green Bay. He would be like, you know, be like a this a downgrade. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm not saying he's he's a good player, and I think he will be good. But I'm just saying, it, by the impression, he really yeah. didn't make as much hay. He didn't get Orlando Brown. Uh, I didn't get who was it Hargraves the defensive who's the top defensive he didn't get the top players and and so but I still think he still set himself up well so I think the hall was worth it and and I and and I think and I think that will be an interesting question if I don't think I don't know if polls will answer it uh honestly but you know he was very chagrined they were kind of embarrassed <laughs> about having that number one picket when we talked to him after right after the season and based on what he's got that hall he got DJ Moore the number one pick for next year I think at number two in 2025, um, you know, it, which, which helped the bears better. Would it have been better if the bears, and I could ask you this, would it have been better for the bears to win those four games and know that they had either a quarterback or a team that could finish or, and have the number 13 pick, which, which is what they would have had at seven and 10, or is it better to have what they have? I would argue right now that they're better off finishing three and 14 and getting the haul they did, because I think DJ Moore will teach you how to win just by being open. When in that Minnesota, in that Miami game, when you, instead of throwing to Equinemia St. Brown and uh, who drops that pass, it's going to be DJ Moore, who's going to be either wide open or Darnell Mooney is going to be wide open because DJ Moore is on the field. The, then you're going to win that game. Okay. Though that's why, that's why I, players I, teach you how to win. 